0: It's been a long day. You glance at the clock as the big hand strikes 10.59 p.m. You stop to pour yourself a drink. No holding back. Only the strong stuff tonight. The crackling fire illuminates the room in a very comfortable looking sofa. You take a closer glance. And what, what, what's that? You see three men in bathrobes and slippers.
1: What are you doing here? All right. Just, uh, here for the pod and that. Yeah, you know, the,
0: the one you listen to after, like, that stressful day you've been having.
1: Yeah, the the one with the, the three idiots talking about, you know, what they've watched, what they're, what they're going to watch, probably some other stuff too. Am I, am I supposed to say something here am i or?
0: oh for f- fucks you take a seat put your feet up and listen to your favorite podcast welcome to 60 minutes to midnight hello and welcome to the latest edition of 60 minutes to midnight and of course the other two need no introduction it is the other two minute men hello boys how are you
1: doing hey mate Hello. John's waiting for an introduction. Mm.
0: Yeah, well he he thinks that he gets this special treatment. I've grouped you together today which caught you both off guard. I watched your faces they're like oh <laughs> should I speak first or no, both say hello it's fine. Yeah. You alright? You alright? Yeah, I'm alright mate. Are you alright? You're like a mess man. I'm uh, I think I'm at the stage yeah, I'm at, I'm at the stage <laughs> of fatherhood uh, uh, where I will say that um, I've had not much sleep this week mm-hmm. um, and it's catching up with me on a Sunday evening here in Australia. It's catching up with me. Um, and tomorrow I embark upon something that's quite difficult uh, for the next two months. So uh, there's a lot of uh, anxiety right. within me at the moment. Um,
2: well, can you, are you allowed to talk about it or are you going to talk about it later? Yeah, we will.
1: We will we'll, He's going on a diet. We'll talk about it's, later, it's, yeah. it's a diet. Don't feel too sorry for him. It's um, a super diet so mm. it's pretty big yeah so Len, can i ask you this right because i know um i know that you've spent the day kind of parenting solo right mm. with uh with little Alfie. um yep um does it annoy you when people say like oh babysitting today
0: i did refer to it earlier as babysitting for some reason which was bizarre i was just like i'm just looking after my, my
1: son Yeah, parent
0: um Yes, parenting. Uh, yeah, it turns out it's quite difficult to do it. So a lot of respect <laughs> out there to all of the the women who are doing a great job, and men because <laughs> I was and, really and men and everyone
1: but who's doing a good job parenting. Everyone. Every,
0: everyone, if any, if anything. Uh, uh, but
2: yeah, it was. It's been a long day. Here's a question for you. I mean, if you not had is this your first day solo with uh, with Alfie?
0: No, 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 right? no. Second, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> mm, right, fourth, baby. Yeah, good. Um, oh, all right, it's a quick question because you just, you just did Go it on. there, and actually, uh, I remember it would sound weird to me when I'd reference my daughter. So, this, that, you know, that's my daughter. Does it feel weird coming out of your
0: mouth when you say, Oh, that's my son? No, because weirdly, and Mel picked up on this, he's um, already had um, one, one for on 17 years. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I say son to Alfie all the time I say hello son good morning son number one son like that I say that's what I say well, to him so obviously it doesn't feel 91. doesn't feel weird yeah it doesn't feel weird to me to say son but other people have said it's weird that you say that I was like no my dad my dad says it to me and my mum used to say <laughs> it to me and it's what they used to say to it me do, yeah so yeah <laughs> but
1: like but the problem is his parents have two sons and they kept calling Len number one son number one son they son, still yeah.
0: Do, that, yeah that dad still calls me number one son mm. so sorry josh sucks sucks to be you uh, anyway we digress wow. that's that's fine <laughs> yes i'm tired um and anxious <laughs> so whatever let's move on uh whiskeys gas, what are you drinking talk to me
1: well do you know what i was gonna lie about this but i'm not i'm gonna be honest i'm doing i'm, I'm doing a len as we call it in these parts oh, yeah. and recycling an old whiskey um, that I yeah. used in an earlier good. pod, but it's a good one. It's a really good one. Um, and in fact, when I say doing a Len, you'll be pleased to know Len, it is. It's the one that Len got me. Uh, Hakushu. Yeah. That's Hakushu. Ah, uh, the, the Japanese whiskey. The Japanese. Interestingly, Gareth, I am actually also
0: drinking the one you got me, the Lagavulin 12. Uh, and this more expensive is my last my <laughs> last drink for the next two months. I'm embarking on a fitness challenge, as Gaz has alluded to. Mm. Where well, I'm not going to be drinking, I'm not going to be eating refined sugars, and I'm going to be exercising a hell of a lot. It's called an eight-week challenge. Honestly, you know, Part of, like, John, body fit sort of stuff, you know. It's the most,
1: so, like, the next two, it's just so boring hanging out with him over the next mm, two months. Oh, God. It's re- like, you think, you, you think you've got anxiety about this. I'm like, for f- I have to hang out with Sober Len. This is a shit.
0: Hey, I'm really fun, Sober. Can I ask a question? Yeah, listen to um, the energy.
2: Hmm. Uh, i mean obviously you're gonna do this eight week thing and it, and it's gonna go well because I'll, yep. I'll you know i give you credit yep you uh w- once you put your mind to something and then normally it's like working out or yep. some sort of like crossfit or whatever i mean you go through <laughs> yep. with it and it's like yeah brilliant and they give you a little badge that says number one
0: son so like, oh you, you remembered <laughs> yeah i did get a trophy last time yeah, so thanks I Dad. and i got 500 and i got 500 dollars and a, a car experience in like a Ferrari because I did, I won it last time. So. When you say like a Ferrari, <laughs> was it a Ferrari? Well, it could be a Lamborghini. Could be a Lamborghini. It's a Toyota done Camry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, Um so how long is it going to be after that eight-week challenge that you then have to do another yep. one? Because you're very like up and down.
0: Yeah, I I I am. The reason this so I did really well at the last one last uh year um as i just alluded to i lost like nine kilos got pretty ripped and then um <laughs> i had a i had a kid obviously which is just that always takes a toll on a man's body <laughs> <laughs> yeah. actually it does you know because i've mean, been ordering a lot more takeaways and, and beers and stuff and i just thought fuck it you know what it's fine to just eat what you want at this Bad stage i know i'm going to be doing another one of these yeah exactly uh so i knew i was gonna be doing this challenge so it's all good and you're right john i am a very um cyclical sort of person i will just do something for like three months and jump off of it then i'll do it again or whatever um it's hard to stay consistent but yes wish me luck because um yeah and you can see if i'm boring in future podcasts because i won't be so don't worry about it okay anyway um so John is not drinking whiskey. He's he's got orange juice again, right, John? Because mm. of the time. Yeah, because of the time situation.
2: I uh, I'm running later, so if anyone else is that's lovely, yeah, uh, or or interested uh, in that, <laughs> is anyone else interesting? Is anyone else interested? Please, Please tell it's me. Fucking anyone anyone interesting. Jesus interesting. Christ. <laughs> um, so yeah, I decided not to have a whiskey at 10 a.m. on a Sunday. It felt felt wise. That's fair. I uh, I am going for a whiskey tasting. Uh, next friday so we're trying mm. like six or seven different whiskies the ultra premium version uh Oof. tour that they have so i'll let you know how that goes um and hopefully i can come back with you know four or five recommendations on the next pod but for now oh lovely the uh the last whiskey i drank, which was last night during the boxing um was actually uh also suntory uh Japanese whiskies are taking over. Um, and it was... Particularly in Japan. Remind myself. It was the, uh, the Yamazaki single malt Japanese whiskey. Uh, it's delicious. It's so smooth. It's so tasty. Um, mm-hmm. You know, well done. Well done, Japan. Uh, doing a good job. <laughs> doing a very good job.
0: Another string to your bow, Japan. Another string Many to your fine to archery the, skills. Yes. For anyone joining this podcast for the first time, well, sorry on. about all of the I mean, preamble there. I'll just there. say, I also I've went gone.
1: for a, a long run today, so just you know, <laughs> yeah, think so. Yeah. All right, People Gaz run. is, a, it, it, yeah, whatever, Gaz runs as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, he shoplifted money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Enough of this preamble. We have uh, some important things to discuss because we have been watching quite a lot of shows in uh, the last month or so. The last 60 Minutes was a Matrix Resurrections special. Thank you for all of the uh, feedback on that. That was fun. <laughs> um, basically, the show's te- the film is terrible and, and we stand by that to this day. I'm never going to watch it again. So, um, But this one is back to the traditional 60 Minutes style um so we're going to talk about what we've been watching things we're looking forward to and then of course pack it all up up with underrated overrated or overrated underrated whichever way you like to say it um i'm going to kick things off by asking you esteemed minute men uh, what have you been watching gareth why don't you go first today
1: um
0: he's just run to the microphone to
1: say this go on (laughs) i mean if we want to if you want to exchange you know our running data then you know you know my runs smash you to pieces so Ooh. let's yeah, settle yeah. down yeah. it's all about that with gav um let's yeah. settle down um i mean I, we we're talking about strength i don't know I well, mean... <laughs> speed mate all about speed I, don't tell your wife that she knows she knows very well um it's good. It means you have got more time to do things in the evening. It's
2: speed versus strength this week on sixty minutes to Midnight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so one, the the one thing that I was planning on bringing to sixty minutes this week was has um, already been covered in a Patreon special by your good self, Len, um, <clears throat> and that is Cobra Kai. Sensei, Len, to you. Yeah. So get it Great. right. Cobra Kai is uh I'm not going to say much about it because I think mm. it's all been said by Len on Patreon, so jump on there but I, I will say it's so much fun it's such a fun show, and it is if you if you don't take it too seriously because you shouldn't um it's it's just one of the most enjoyable TV shows out there at the moment. And that's what that's what TV should be, isn't it? Like, enjoyable.
0: Ah, yeah. Cobra Kai is the ultimate comfort show, in my opinion. It's something that's 25 minutes an episode or like 30 minutes an episode, whatever. You you tune in, you know exactly what you're going to get. You're getting karate soap opera. And I mean, that sounds (laughs) mental. It is mental. It's brilliant. Yeah. Um if you want to hear my thoughts patreon.com forward slash fan critical uh thank you to all of our patreons who give us money monthly it makes a huge difference as we said we've started putting some more content on there now uh we're looking at hopefully in the future doing some more fan critical production type stuff so stay tuned for that uh but to do that we need uh, financial backing so if you do love the show and you do listen and you do want to support us please go to patreon.com forward slash fan critical
1: all right gareth other than cobra kai what's this other thing you've been watching then watch the movie um well actually this is strange this is strange it's uh netflix are kind of packaging it as a movie um but elsewhere it's been kind of promoted as a as a mini series um it is the like stop motion animation the house uh which is really fucking weird and it is weird. It's very weird, um, and and I really enjoyed it. So it's uh, it's three. It's, it's an anthology film, or perhaps miniseries, um, of three stories that all centre around this house, and um, they're quite different in tone. Um, but I would say that that I'd say that, that there is an overarching kind of dark comedy element to it uh the first episode is about these people that kind of move into the house uh, uh from a they're living i, I won't see i won't spoil any of the stories but i'll just give a bit of an overview of each of them so um the it, it's all done with these kind of very creepy looking like puppets or like dolls I Yeah, the, they're like dolls the people they? the people look weird the, the people, people are, look the weird people and, are and terrifyingly yeah. weird yeah Um, small eyes so the first it's really small beady eyes um very small and but like big faces but big heads yeah small Small eyes eyes right in the middle of their face yeah 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 Yeah. um why are you looking at me when you say that (laughs) um and (laughs) so the people the first the first film is about people a family and they're human beings and they are terrifying human beings um that's the scariest story. That is dark and creepy and has some genuinely, like, haunting moments. Uh, the second story features the house, but it's set, I don't know, Len, what do you reckon, 70, 80 years later um, than the first?
0: Yeah, it's like mo- it's modern times. Yeah. Uh, so there's like, f- it's about real estate, isn't it? It's someone's renovating the house. Yes. It's not someone, It's a, mu- it's, a mu- it's a mouse. A, a mouse is renovating the house do you think a um, mouse i thought he was a rat yeah. i think they're rats
1: rat or mice whatever yeah you know um so <laughs> this is these are rats which interestingly are slightly less creepy looking than the human beings in the first film yes um, that is true and yeah. but that's a that's a very weird story that one I guess, very strange and yeah there's a lot of um, symbolism
0: with that one and sort of metaphor and stuff going on well, um
1: i was going to talk about that because i think the whole thing is full of metaphor um and i was maybe going to ask if there's anything in particular that that kind of stuck out for you but um the third film is about well i guess it's i guess it's set further in the future and it's sort of a post apocalyptic world where the house is still standing but the kind of london it looked like london around it is completely flooded um uh, so everything is underwater apart from this house and the cat who owns it and her her fellow feline t- tenants um who are a quirky quirky bunch as well um and that story is the least scary uh but that's the most spiritual i'd say is, most, yeah, is... yeah ethereal in a sense
0: yeah um,
1: it i i
0: found this gareth because i i um i sat mel down and was like oh let's watch this i've heard good things about this i watched it a couple of weeks ago and mel um hated it she ah oh, she got about halfway through and was like she she said the animation's amazing and it genuinely is i said she said how do they do this so i said they literally move it just a tiny know, amount little tiny movements yeah. <laughs> yeah and then they film it just well-trained and she, went, that must... <laughs> and she went that must have taken fucking ages but i'm just not into the she's just not into the vibe of the film and, and i tell you something it is a hard it is a difficult one i i thought it even for someone like me who loves creepy stuff i thought there's too much symbolism at play here too much metaphor too much uh you fill in the gaps just to make it enjoyable it wasn't funny enough in my opinion um the first story is by far the best story i think the 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 best part of the film is the first 20 minutes or whatever and then the second story and the third story get progressively less interesting in in my opinion um and less creepy which is kind of the vibe but i wanted to go for it. if it kept the vibe of the first story i would have totally have bought into the whole thing i reckon yeah um but i i yeah it i i went into it going i'm gonna absolutely love this and i came out of it going three bloobs. Like and and that's just because of the weakness of the second and third stories. Mm. Um, I'd still would recommend it because I think from a technical standpoint, the animation is stunning, like absolutely stunning. And um, it, it might tick a few boxes for other people who are looking for a more general sort of. Would, would, would you? I don't know. S- story. Would you
2: score it in that way? Like as an overall, would you score it as self-contained
0: stories? Mm. I would score it as a as overall because that's the way it's packaged up. Even though it says one, two, three, and that they're, they're just chapter headings in my book, it's like when Tarantino does, you know, one, mm. two, three, four, five. You, you count it as his whole thing. IMDb of calling matter. it
1: a mini series.
0: Well, they're wrong. So it's a movie. Um, <laughs> it, it's definitely a movie. It's definitely a movie. It might have been more interesting if it was like six episodes, and they were all different stories completely different that would be interesting what i think would be interesting gareth you think they'll do a season two because i'm hearing rumblings that that might happen
1: yeah i think there might be um i don't think i don't, I don't see any reason why they couldn't there's definitely there, there are more stories to tell um
2: but imagine being that guy having to move it a little bit uh, yeah we're gonna do another series oh for <laughs> fuck's <For laughs> sake <laughs> not again yeah um you know when he says that, yeah, can you I just mean, make the rat roll his eyes a little bit. Oh, fuck! No, can we just have him do a blank <laughs> stare? Because that saves about a few hours of my time, to be honest. Yeah,
1: there's. Um, <laughs> uh, I, <clears throat> you've said a lot there, Len, and I agree with quite a bit of it. Um, I think the first, the first story is the best one, but yeah, I think it is the best. I think there's there's this constant kind of sense of unease and mystery around everything that is maintained through each of the stories which i really liked um and i think i think the the kind of yeah the visual visual trick of having the terrifying looking people in in the first film isn't repeated uh, but the atmosphere is kind of it's different it is different you're right but it's it's kind of maintained in in a sense like it's about I think that there's a an overall kind of metaphor here about like to, to me it actually it felt a bit like this is getting really really deep, but I thought it was like a commentary on like colonialization and refugees and um you know trying to or not trying to, but maybe being forced to leave your your original home like there i think there is a lot to unpack there that um that i think makes it a really impressive bit of work it's heavy I, what we're saying is listeners it's heavy and
0: you might view it completely different to how we viewed it so that's why it's interesting i guess um and i haven't done what i usually do with these sorts of things and go on reddit and just read loads of theories which is something that i love to do so i might actually go back and and have a read of that yeah, the house, Gareth, not a bad shout. Not a bad shout for a recommendation. Four I, bloops um, for me, by the
1: way.
0: <clears throat> four bloops. I'm just, I have I'm to just... say, uh,
2: so I watched the trailer and it made me a little bit sick, to be honest. I felt a bit uneasy watching the trailer. Yeah. Um I don't know why, uh, but I just thought, no, I don't fancy this. Um, mm. It hasn't been pushed massively, at least... <clears throat> uh for someone that's uh been on netflix for the last couple of weeks i've never noticed it actually i've never seen it pushed as like a top 10 in the uk so so i I don't know how you guys stumbled across it in australia
0: it's it was put it was top 10 in australia for a few days um it's quite niche though and i felt advertising wise it was quite pushed before its release here I saw a lot about it before it came out. And the day it came out, I was actually excited because I was like, "Oh, I'm going to watch this!" Like I was actually looking for counting <laughs> down the days excited? to watch it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was buzzing. Can I? Um, can I just su- suggest something though, Len? And this is this is for you in particular. Did you get like a? It's almost like the reverse side of the Wes Anderson coin. Like the colours are totally mu- muted, but still kind of beautiful in their way and like the animation style is quite similar and and also when there is humor i think it's delivered in this in a similar way as well
0: yeah uh, uh, that that it's definitely got stuff going on that's similar it's like the ugly twin of wes anderson films if you get what i mean if you, it, it, that's the way i would describe it hmm. a parallel evil twin of wes anderson films maybe <laughs> hmm. um but yeah check it out like it's hard to describe until you go and watch it cuz it's fucking weird. Um John what have you been watching then? Talk to me. So uh, well, Netflix I've not been watching
2: the house. Um so I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what I watched this week. Um I've been waiting for uh, a documentary for a while. A limited series one that that would kind of pique my interest and not to have a go at Netflix, but there've been a fair few documentaries that have been pushed by them in the last few months that just have been really dull actually that first episode mm. just killed it for me um and i know ages ago guys you were talking about the uh uh the documentary about the hotel and and the Ugh. the woman that obviously goes missing talking. and then they no. find her in the uh, oh no
0: that one yeah that was sick um did you say it was sick no it's, I, I thought it was a good documentary it's it was crazy yeah, Gaze, I I didn't know anything about that
1: it's a true like it is one of the worst true crime <laughs> documentaries I think, I've seen. Do you
0: know do you, do you know what I I I remember it now. I liked it because I like I didn't know about the story and I was just captivated by the story of this woman and that's what I liked about it because I found So it you didn't creepy. you didn't
2: know the
1: ending. But no. Yeah. So no. I knew the story. This is the the Cecil Hotel. Um yeah. And I yeah, I mean look, we won't talk about it a lot here, but it was I did know the story already, so maybe that played a part, but they just they gave so much airtime, like 60 percent of their airtime to these conspiracy theorists that we know and, you know, are completely wrong. And they're just making up absolute garbage like, oh, is that is that her leg in this frame? And. They yeah, spent yeah, like ten yeah, minutes before. talking about it, and it just wasn't. It wasn't anybody's leg, and it wasn't anybody else's leg in the frame. It was. Just, who's sir, legs sir, this? Stop wasting your time with this. Who, Whose braids this, Daddy? Who's left their brain here? <laughs> yeah. Len has. Well. That's why he's enjoying the show. Oh wow! Okay. Duh. Now, well, that's classless
2: from you, Len. Anyway, about a true story of a woman dying. But um, uh, regardless of oh, that, oh sorry. Um, I, uh, I've been I've been looking for documentaries get me uh, get me hooked. And uh, I recently watched a limited series. only three episodes, uh, which is a bit of a shame. Mm, the house. Um, yeah. We just spoke <laughs> oh, okay. about this one, mate. Yeah, oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. It is a documentary, though, isn't it? Um, yeah, yeah. About the beady-eyed people yeah. and ratty mice. Um, so, and cats. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And cats. All right, I, I haven't forgot about them. I don't want to hurt their felines. Fee- fee- nice. Felines. Wow. lines
0: nice yeah just, you clawed that one back it's okay yeah. just pour, you should watch pour, it though
2: pause, it's a good tale po- pause for four.
0: Pause <laughs> for anyway All right, you are milking you're milking this now you're, mi- you're milking this now
2: yeah yeah okay that yeah that <laughs> yeah.
0: that'll do um so anyway so i've been
2: watching the uh, the puppet master whiskers um mm. no <laughs> come on now anyway so i've been watching the puppet master uh which oh, is... i want to see this A story about a British con man. Um, scumbag. You just call him a scumbag.
0: Yeah, because he's British. British. Scumbag. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Even before
2: found out what he'd done. (laughs) Wanker. Yeah. So, um, uh, right. I mean, the feelings that I got, uh, that elicited from me watching this limited series, honestly, uh, like this guy. Fucking hell.
1: You're in admiration,
2: aren't you? What a hero, eh? So, It's just one of them where I'm just like, and this might be quite controversial to say on this podcast, just hang him. Just hang him. Because, you know, and I didn't think we were going to be talking about capital punishment on this podcast. Um, Imagine if I'd had had a whiskey. But we're talking about a guy that's pretended to work for, MI5. MI6. Uh, yeah. MI5. Yeah, <clears throat> um, sorry. And he's somehow managed to carry off this lie for a long time. And I'm going to spoil the story. Um, And as much as... And he makes some of these people, he just completely ruins their lives. Like, uh, I mean, sometimes you watch a documentary and you go, Jesus, man, how long did that go on for? And they're like, yeah, you know, he was in a basement for like three weeks and you're like, Jesus, that must've been awful. Um And, you know, I'm not going to spoil anything, but some of the, I mean, normally I hate the thing where it comes up and it's like six weeks later. I'm like, come on, tell it better than that. But you are this,
1: famously anti-time coding.
2: <laughs> but in this, when it comes up, I'm like, are you having a laugh? <laughs> How's it gone on for this long? Um And part of me, also is just like how fucking gullible do you have to be? Like uh, I mean this story starts in the early nineties and this guy has quite a good like hook of a story. Um he he exploits things that are going on in, in uh in British society at the time. Um again I don't want to say too much, go and watch it. But by the time it's like the early noughties, that's not that isn't going on anymore. So why are they still believing this? Honestly, um,
1: Spice Girls is, are still the best band in the world, Come on, mate. It's two thousand four. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, no man, believes that.
2: Christ. we're all listening to Taylor Swift now. Yeah, she's the best, <laughs> right? Yeah, two thousand
1: four. She's not overrated at all.
2: <laughs> we'll talk about her later, um, but. I just, yeah. I mean, I I was just raging at the end. I was also very annoyed at these people that were like, "He ruined my life," because I'm like, "Okay, but you've ruined your own life, haven't you?" Because if you're going to be that gullible, like honestly, I don't care how suave or uh, intelligent uh, he came across. I mean, I take one look at the guy, and there's no way he works for MI Five. But anyway,
0: um... (laughs) I thought that as well, John. Yeah, (laughs) when I watched it, I was like, "No way." No way. I was I was sitting there going, because we were watching it. Oh, and have you seen like, it as well? This guy, yeah, I was like, this guy's a piece of work. And <laughs> uh, it, but I looked at his little his his little face. And I, was, he's so weedy and pathetic, and I was just like, this guy is not a spy. Why are you looking now, at me? I'm sorry you're saying if that? you are a spy <laughs> and you are weedy and pathetic. I'm sorry. Little eyes from the middle um, of his head. <laughs> but, but, but also, there's some like, there's some really good phone excerpts in the documentary where you hear his voice, and I'm just like, come on, guys, listen, listen to this guy. Just listen to him, man. What is going on here? So, and this isn't really a spoiler. It's in the first episode
2: they talk about this guy's obsession (laughs) with playing the same song over and over again on, like, a 200-mile car journey. And this is back when it was cassettes. So they say he plays this one song, flips the cassette. And
1: I would walk 500 miles (laughs) and
2: (laughs) I would walk... It's easier to drive. So uh, so he puts the tape back in, plays it, (laughs) and it's... uh, I mean it's a banger of a song. I was listening to it this morning. Um, Ordinary World by Duran Duran. It is Great a song. fucking is... quality song. Now obviously yeah. that is associating... an underrated song. That is massively no, yeah. underrated. Massively Just underrated. they They associate that song with him, so it's like they've made they've made that song evil, and so they're just sitting there, going, yeah, and I despise Duran Duran and this song now, and I'm like, oh hold on, <laughs> don't ever go at Duran Duran, I don't ever go at that song just because this guy's ruined your life. It's not Duran Duran's fault. Mm. um but yeah, it was uh it's a mad documentary. go and watch it. It's very short um I will say uh and then you'll you'll probably agree the ending. Bit nothing in it. Unsatisfactory. Yeah, I, I
0: thought it was a bit of a da- damp squib. And there's, yeah, <laughs> I didn't. I, I find this with a lot of true crime or investigative documentaries that they never have the payoff. The ultimate one that I remember that started a lot of this fucking stuff was Serial. Do you remember the podcast mm-hmm. Serial, and fascinating i mean listening to that for the first time i've only listened to it once i don't know why i said the first time just <laughs> listen to that um was amazing and then you get to the end and it was always going to be a disappointment and i find that with all of these documentaries they are always a disappointment
1: well like, like i think there are so i would say um ripper is yeah like i think that's i think that's a, Great documentary, and what's it called? Um, the Night, Christ. the Night Stalker. Night
0: Stalker. It, that was just a bit overproduced, and uh, I said this to you at the time. It's just the same. I've seen that documentary. The only thing <laughs> about that story was I didn't know that as an English person, I didn't know that story, and that was that blew my mind that that guy was doing what he was doing. But overall, I thought that it was a bit. No, I,
2: yeah, well, yeah. I. I find them fascinating, and like I, I know, making a murder season two was
0: not all that. But I mean, that first I series it. was quality. I enjoyed, yeah, that was quality. Um, and I enjoy the investigative nature of that uh documentary, like how they recreated scenes and stuff. I found that stuff fascinating. That was awesome to like watch. Um, all right, what about um, what about the staircase? Uh, ending again. The biggest problem with the staircase and ending again. I'm a big owl theory proponent, as I've said on this podcast <laughs> before. I believe I believe in owl theory. Um, Going on about owl theory again. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So um, that that to me is mo- is one of the most interesting things, owl theory. And they only explore it in like a two minute snippet and like a little featurette after the podcast. It's like what the fuck? Like it's so fascinating. Hmm. Well, um, they're
2: deciding to make that into a limited series, aren't they? HBO with Colin Firth playing. The main guy. The owl. <laughs> 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 hoot, hoop, yeah, so there you go. Hoop, It'll be a hoop. hoot. Yeah. Uh, no, it won't. Yeah. Someone's died, yeah, right? That's good. Len, so don't.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, good recommendation, John. Uh, I'm going to bring it to a more uh, dramatic uh, sort of scene now. And I have... <laughs> have you guys heard of the show called uh, Yellow Jackets? Yellow Jackets. See you. It is... I would... I would say it's one of the most talked about shows at the moment. It just finished its first season. Um it, And it's on another yet another streaming service. Now it baffles me how these streaming services can keep just appearing and actually having some decent content on them this year alone. I've signed up for Apple TV. I signed up for Paramount plus, which this is <laughs> what this is on. Um so. And how do I summarize yellow jackets? Uh, basically, A plane carrying a soccer team, a girls' soccer team, um, crashes in the wilderness. We call it football, mate. (laughs) We call it football. Um, Football. Crashes, and uh, basically, some people survive, some people die. You don't know who dies necessarily, uh, but you see uh, the timeline is like you follow them in the past and the present simultaneously so some of the survivors and the whilst there you flash back to what they went through um in the forest similar it's got lost vibes Mm. to it Sounds um, but it's yes but it's sort of learnt from a lot of lost's mistakes lost was a show which i love as everyone who listens to this podcast knows but they had to do 24 episodes a season you know that's a lot of television um this is 10 episodes i think Season one, uh, it's amazingly well cast. Like some of the people and their likeness from kid to adult is insane. Like I'm just like that is perfect casting. Um, and there's mystery. There's good mystery involved. There's creepiness. There's horror elements, Gareth. It's got like strong horror vibes. Um, you know when they're stuck out in. The, in there's something supernatural afloat potentially. Um, and I'm not spoiling anything. This is kind of, you could watch a trailer and you see all this sort of stuff. <laughs> um, rave reviews. Rave reviews. It's got like a 99% score on what, what so not to, quite what Tomatoes. Reviews. Uh, not quite maximum. Um, but people love it, man. And I have to say, I'm buzzing for season two. After oh, just finishing yellow it. Yellow jackets. Um, buzzing. Very clever. Buzzing. That is, yeah. It's buzz, buzz, buzz. Um, yeah. And I, I think you it. both would actually re- would really enjoy it. I think you both would really enjoy it and it's not often that I say that because I, sometimes I think, oh, you might not like this, but I think as a watch, especially, I think you could definitely watch it with your wives and they would actually also enjoy it. My wives? Each other's
1: wives or our own?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, both of your wives, John, and then yeah. Gaz's okay, yeah, one cool. as well. <clears throat>
1: yeah, John's watching yeah, it with my can, wife you, as well as his. Exactly. Daughters. Yeah, so, it's so right. offensive. Um, There's three so, of yeah, them.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: So... <laughs> <laughs> um just to clarify then um, you know that yellow jacket is like that's what yeah. americans call wasps yes yeah.
0: yeah i know i know okay, that's good. why they're called the yellow that the, the team is called the yellow
1: jackets yeah. that's just why are the wasps, buzzing go. thing was a good joke that you actually yeah, 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 yeah. Made. okay oh, yeah. um no, do you my, know what the problem is like go on i'm not getting paramount plus like what is this in australia what like yeah. You, John you think it's you think it's bad in the UK probably but it's worse over here, here John. we've got it's like too many Netflix Stan. and Netflix. Stan Stan is like yeah. this thing binge Australian Netflix we've got binge yeah we've got Disney plus obviously we've got uh, um, Apple TV Am- Amazon, Amazon Prime, Prime Brazers. Which I've
0: got seven subscriptions <laughs> I, I pay like I pay like 150 dollars <laughs> on fucking subscriptions every month yeah well, that's why it's you got nuts. in trouble, didn't you? Because of all that
2: X-rated content you were paying for. <laughs> <laughs> Henton yeah, Hub.
1: That's
0: Yowie. Torn Hub. Yeah. Yowie. <laughs> Yowie. Uh, um, nah, but honestly, boys, I, I will say yeah, this. Boys, yeah. If you can find a way to watch <laughs> Yellow Jackets, do it. Okay? Uh, Gareth, you can get a seven-day free trial. I just Googled it. Seven-day free trial. Just give so me your you login details, mate. Or I could give you my login details, which I will do, because I'm nice. nice. Sorry, Paramount. Uh,
2: today's sponsor, NordVPN. So if you go to their website, <laughs> you put in... They are sponsoring fan, everyone at the moment. Put Why not Nord? Yeah, fan critical into the little free promo code thing, and you get nothing off. And you'll get fuck you get nothing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Right. you get nothing. Right? This you sign discount up, code was not recognised. <laughs> sign up,
2: yeah. you can then hide your IP, and then you can just download everything, all torrents and stuff,
0: illegally. So, sorted, right? John's <laughs> opinions are his own um, and an do opinion, not reflect it, that of this podcast. Um... I'm just saying, if you decide to do that, <laughs> I... that's entirely up to you.
2: Much yeah. like if you decide to go out and start murdering people, ugh, that's got nothing to do with me, right?
0: So <laughs> Nothing to do with John. Um, what, the other thing I'll say about the Yellow Jacket, just before I move on to something else, is you know how Stranger Things was like total 80s nostalgia and at the same time <laughs> yeah. it came out the it remake and everyone was fully into that 80s vibe you know now how we're kind of craving that 90s nostalgia um this is full-on when they're back it had the crash happens like in the 90s like it's 94 um full-on 90s it is awesome like clothes music Are they loving it. talking about goosebumps it. and stuff mm, maybe they do i can't remember that guy, but they might great great, great <laughs> books they were. Um, I want to talk about one of the. Who's thing. Sony Walkman um, is this? Because... <laughs> <laughs> hey, who's
2: Sony Walkman? Yeah. Um, you listen to Spice Girls, yeah? Yeah, uh... yeah they're in a new band.
0: <laughs> best, girl in, best girl band in the world. Um...
1: <laughs> Not as good as um, Taylor Swift. At,
0: who's that?
2: <laughs> Stop saying her name. <laughs> I told Don't Ad It's supposed to be the 90s, all
0: right? Yeah. <laughs> um, the Book of Boba Fett on Disney Plus. Now, John, me and you did a Mandalorian spoiler cast uh, for season two, uh, which went down very well, and people enjoyed our discussion on that. <laughs> uh, I thought it'd be remiss of us not to talk about uh, the Book of Boba Fett, which uh, unbelievably, John, you haven't watched yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Mm. Why is that? Just interestingly, why have you not watched it? Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I was tempted <laughs> to watch one episode
2: this morning, just ahead of this podcast. Yeah. Um, yep.
0: I haven't heard good things. I would tell you, I, I, I was in the same boat, John. I just said sorry, there. I, I have heard very mediocre things. <laughs> um, yeah. Our good friend Rich messaged, uh messaged me and said, "Have you watched it?" And he said, "It's quite mediocre." But I want to discuss the latest episode. And I said, "All right." I, I think I know. I've avoided most spoilers, but I know. I know this one. I know this one thing. Um, so I thought I w- I went into it this morning, and I I was going to do the same. I was going to watch. I was going to watch one episode to talk about it on the podcast. I ended up binging the whole. Got up to date. It's isn't just like you and such an, an addictive personality. Um, honestly, yeah, and. I will say I was pleasantly surprised. I think it's above average for sure. Like it's um, the last two episodes. You will love John. You will absolutely love them. Episode five is actually brilliant. Um, And there's stuff. I can't believe some of the stuff we're seeing in this show. Star Wars wise. Mm. Um, And I'm not going to spoil it. But let's just say I thought certain things we just wouldn't see again. And we're seeing more of it. And I'm like, oh my god, they, what? And and the main complaint that I've seen leveled at the show is that it's, it's there's not much Boba Fett in it, and it's totally true. It's it's kind of like too much baby. And this isn't really a spoiler. It it well, it's kind of like Mandalorian season three, <laughs> and I'm just like, what's going on here? Uh, but it's you know it's it's pretty good, and I have come to the conclusion that Star Wars just is far superior as a serialized show than a film. And I was watching it and I was just like, the production value in the show is amazing. The talent, like it's still got like John Favreau behind a lot of it. Robert Rodriguez, <laughs> these amazing directors. Get beyond um, that. And um, the, the creature <laughs> The creature design is fantastic. Like I was watching it, I was just like, this is Star Wars, but like seven, eight episodes And they can tell stories in a much more fun and sort of contained way. But also you can delve into all these, like, peripheral characters who we never got, like, stories of, like Boba Fett. And I've just decided that whatever Disney choose to do, like, this, I am so excited for the Obi-Wan show. Like, I just can't even tell you how excited I am for that show. (laughs) Um, Now that I've seen what they've done with this, I just... i'm excited um i and the fact that like hayden christensen and and uh ewan mcgregor are both coming back for that show um and they're gonna have another fucking showdown man i'm just i'm pumped um so yeah john what's the point of hayden christensen being in it because he's in the costume you mean
2: yeah i mean it's not like Uh, uh, darth Vader's mm -hmm. not walking around with his helmet off I don't care how hot it gets. I think
0: there oh, they definitely they're, def- they're definitely will be scenes with his help. If it's hot. I guarantee it. If, it's, if they're doing <laughs> it in mean? a hot place. It's keeping them alive, isn't warm, it? It's supposed it? to be like Ah oh, that, take that's, this off. That's the other thing. that's the other thing I'll say about, about Star Wars. They need to get away from Tatooine. They need to get away from Tatooine. It's like you've got the whole fucking galaxy <laughs> and everything is always on Tatooine. Just fuck off. Go somewhere else. Seriously.
2: Yeah, but it's but like those... Other than that, great show. There are some people that just, certainly in the UK, absolutely obsessed with going to Spain on holiday. There are other places, man. Yeah, that's true. Honestly. Yeah. You know, yes, honestly. Yes, but you can go Tenerife, it's a pound for a pint, and everyone speaks English. Yes, because it's basically yeah. an English Yeah, Tatooine's province. got two sons. You can do Blackpool you too. Could,
1: you could you go to Blackpool for that. It's it's garbage. (laughs) Too
2: many Spanish
0: in Blackpool. Yeah, good point. (laughs) (laughs) Good point. Hola. Um, So I will say, if if anyone's on the fence about the Book of Boba Fett, (laughs) definitely check it out because you're missing out on some serious, serious story developments for some characters that you love. Um, It's not just Boba Fett stuff. This is... 100% filling in gaps and continuing the story of some other really important characters. So do check it out. So what's that? Is so that far, Star,
1: Star Wars, is it? Star
0: Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. Babby Frick yeah. makes an appearance yeah. Star in the season, not Oh, very good. Very good. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Where's he <laughs> come from? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, Babby Frick. That's Babby Frick.
2: Okay, yes. Good. Yeah. Good. Oh, so actually, um, and this is going to sound very random. Uh, certainly coming from me because I'm not much of a reality TV like person. Um, you mentioned uh, going on this crash diet, Len, because um, you've obviously you know put on a few pounds or whatever. Absolutely fine, dad bod. Um are <laughs> looking fine, new mate. Me. Just embrace it. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Just wheel yourself around.
1: Um, None of us can embrace you now because, <laughs> but you embrace yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Yeah. get your
2: hands around. I wash myself with a rag on a stick. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs)
1: shit, man.
2: So anyway, um, (laughs) New Year, New Me. Uh, classic. You know, Michelle's she's doing a similar thing. You know, like she's got a PT, she's on a diet, um, and she's been watching, uh, super skinny versus or super size versus super skinny the awful uh late noughties reality TV show um basically to make <laughs> herself feel better. It's that classic thing, isn't it, where like you do one workout in a day and then you're like, right, let me watch this. So um <laughs> so I've been watching that. Um honestly like you talk about stuff like Ripper capturing like Britain. Yeah. Like what it was like at that time. And yet, yeah, yeah much like South Park does this gag where they find the frozen man from 1996 in like 99. And they're like, there's so much we can learn about this man and his time. Um, (laughs) And even though it's like 10 years ago now, 2008 to 2014 is when the show ran. Honestly, I look at it and it feels like it was 30 years ago. Like the fashion sense, the rather blunt way that people speak to one another they're like mm. crude food that people eat. Like, I'm, I might be wrong here, but do people still like snack on like crisps and chocolate like every day? I mean, because these people,
1: <laughs> some people <laughs> I used do. I like it is weird, but some people do. It's it's so funny actually. Just like I'm, I'm deviating slightly here, going slightly off uh, off tangent, but. I've been watching something from a similar period of time as well, and it's just—it's unbelievable that, like, these things were allowed. So I'll tell you what it is. I've started started I started watching Entourage, and that the first season of that was 2004, I think. So I'm up to season four. So probably around 2008, and it's it is another world. It's a it's a completely different world in which this TV show is allowed. And was as popular as it was as well. Like it it wouldn't exist. If it was made today, it wouldn't exist. I can tell you. Um, I think things have changed so much in the last 10-15 years. Yeah. Anyway, is, sorry, I been interrupted.
2: Been... No, no, no. But 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 it is true, and, and that's kind of what I find fascinating. The the show itself is is rather um crude. But then even like so they do this segment where they go um uh, w- one of the presenters would go to like a big event uh they went to ho- the horse of the year show <laughs> they were walking around with like three um like plates of food and it would be like a spag bowl a fucking chocolate gatto cake um and like a pie and mash or whatever um and they'd they'd have people like trying to guess what had the most calories and stuff and some of the F- dishes of food they'd be serving up, um, I'd just look at it and go, that's what British people be eating in the 80s. Like, it's so old. <laughs> and yet, like I mean, just walking around, with just a bit of corned beef. yeah, you know, corned beef hash. <laughs> the fucking hey, ration. I book. love corned beef. And it's like, actually, oh, so do I. Um, but actually, it's like, how far... Of, uh, m- maybe it's just... Maybe it's because I live in London and it's, you know, fairly... Uh, uh I lived a good life. That's absolutely fine. Um but yeah, I don't know. It just felt it just feels like we've come a long way in some instances and then in other instances I think we're uh, uh we're a soft society where everyone is looking to be offended by everything. So it's uh it's yeah, it's, it's a funny one. It's a funny one. Um, but but I just thought I'd mention it there um and obviously you know feel free to watch that to inspire your your journey your dieting journey
0: <laughs> um, i'm going to be a depressed uh person not being able to eat my usual sweets and
1: uh, uh you he's know he's going to be miserable little, he's going to be so miserable. To be miserable i can't bear it but we should do that we should do a little flashback feature in 60 minutes. just go back go back a period of time 60 mins already runs
0: usually 90 mins unfortunately we can add no more features to this show. <laughs> um <laughs> uh all right let's go on to what we're looking forward to and that is of course a thing it's another fucking superhero film i can't believe i'm saying this because you'd think we're bored of them but somehow the way that this one has been marketed um has intrigued me uh, and all of us, I imagine, to the point where I'm kind of really, really excited to see it. Um, and I am talking, of course, of The Batman, starring Robert Pattinson as the new Bruce Wayne slash Batman, uh, directed by Matt Reeves, also starring Colin Farrell as Penguin, uh, Paul Dano as The Riddler. Mm-hmm. Good casting. I mean, this good casting. Is good. Great casting. I mean, it makes you wonder... How bad the casting of Jim Carrey was no. uh as the Riddler.
1: <laughs> that those films are atrocious. They didn't know they are are at the time. time. They didn't know any better, did they? This is you know, this they, is a post super skinny versus super fat world, and you know, we're we're living in a different time, aren't we? But
0: but boys, this this one is genuinely exciting, right? Um comes out March, start of March, I think. Um so not far away now. You, you guys,
1: buzzing for this one? Oh, I was just some somehow for some reason. I, I, I am. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing it. I'm so superheroed out, as I've said so many times. Mm. I'm very much marvelled out. Um, so you know, glad that we're taking a break. But I, I don't know why, and I don't know why. I don't know what different thing this brings us to the the Nolan. Um, bat- men's, but it, Batman's, but Batman—it it just does. I think it's—it's—it's found—it's <laughs> found something that—that um, that I, I want to see. Uh, Matt Reeves describes this film. The director describes this as almost a horror movie. Yeah, it's he gone describes even darker. it
0: as even darker than any of the Batman films that have preceded it. Um, Batman's Robert Robert Pattinson <laughs> in this film. Just when, when he's just moping around, looks he looks like the goth kids from South Park, but he genuinely looks <laughs> yeah. like that. Do you know what I yeah. mean? It is the most sort of depressed, um, sort of rebellious teenager version of, <laughs> or teenager, young man version of Bruce Wayne I've ever seen in the trailers. Making goth kids cool again. <laughs> yeah. Um, John, are you excited to see this?
2: Yeah, look, I, um, uh, I'll, I'll give it a chance. Uh, you know I like gritty <laughs> films. Yep. You know, it's um Yeah. Uh maybe that maybe they should kill him. Maybe they should kill Batman in this one. That'd be good.
0: Why not? Well Yeah. What what I will say is we watched um we gave The Joker, um, starring Whacking Phoenix, which sits with in, in uh the Batman universe in a way. Um we gave that <laughs> Maximum anyway. uh, gave it maximum reviews, scores. yeah. <laughs> uh, maximum reviews because uh, it was fantastic. And I, from what I've seen of the trailers of the Batman, I think this is the Batman in that Joker's universe. That it feels to me yeah. like. It, it feels real, like, and even going to the casting of, and we haven't seen the film yet, but we're just going off what we know. Paul Dano, fantastic fucking actor. There will be blood. His role in that film astounding um if he's playing that sort of character in in this as the riddler i am so excited to see that interpretation and what he's going to bring to the table um so like in that respect i like what dc are doing at the moment like they're not necessarily saying hey these all exist together but they're saying they might and you know what they're all pretty cool self-contained stories and it doesn't have to be a Marvel's you know, Infinity War saga, it doesn't have to be that way, it, they they can be these isolated stories, and it's working for them, it, it genuinely is working for them. Suicide Squad, great, the latest edition of it. Uh, I think the Batman's gonna be great. I loved uh, the Joker, like, I matter of time,
1: matter of time before they do cross them over, like, there'll be something. Uh, uh, I don't know, man, maybe not this I one, do a don't... second Batman. Where, well, and, there's definitely the going end, to be more be Batman films. Joaquin Phoenix yes. laughing in at the end. In well, post credit scene. Or something. Oh! <laughs>
0: what? What upsets me is Spoiled, the fact that so. they—they've been talking about doing a Joker 2. and I just don't think that needs to happen. That just doesn't need to happen at all. Uh, it would actually no, but, be detrimental because I mean, you're, you're you approaching know, it but...
2: from an audience slash. You're looking at that film as a piece of art, whereas the studio are going fucking you know, hell that made over a billion oh, dollars buddy. uh so can we make that again please <laughs> because that was quite cheap yeah. to excuse make excuse
0: me sir w-
1: would you like another billion dollars um yes please I, okay, I too. <laughs> that john's right here and these are the inner workings of hollywood from watching the documentary series entourage <laughs> there you go um, one, one thing i will say
0: i
2: i, I go on um and I'm, i'll i'll use uh because this is my major issue with the Batman. So have you heard all this casting news about James Bond? Like everyone's speculating who's going to be the next James Bond. Paul Dano.
0: Yes. I fi- yep. I finally watched James Bond, John, and I thought it was all right. Yeah,
2: whatever. Um, but okay. <laughs> so, but have you seen all this speculation about Bond? Like, are you interested to know who the next James Bond is?
0: Uh, it's been going on for years yeah. and I have been interested, but it's got to the point now where they're... And, and don't take this the wrong way. This is going to sound bad, right, uh, listeners? Um, they're talking about casting James Bond as potentially a female character. Now... I'll get where the fucking times, Len. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand how the characters... Why are we having to deviate the characters so much? Like, I, there's so much... Ah, uh, just people are doing it because they feel like they they have to do it like instead of just like like just continuing a character's story like what is going on here and there's nothing wrong with that they could why don't we start a, a whole new franchise around a female spy that to me is more interesting we did right? there's one with like you know I...
1: rebel wilson or something
2: <laughs> yeah no one watched <laughs> oh, it because it's not james <laughs> bond um no so anyway so the the point that i was trying to make is uh, and then you've kind of got there in the end, but you're not that interested because it's, like, it's just the same old, same old, right? And I'm kind of the same. Um, obviously, there's talk of Idris Elba, and it's like, yeah, okay, fine, mm-hmm. but he's quite old. He's quite yeah. old to be playing a new James Bond. So, But then it's kind of like, okay, well, the only way that would intrigue me is, th- does he then play... An older grizzled bond and it's like well we've had that with daniel craig so just leave it for a bit now yeah the point i'm making is yeah tom hiddleston or um fast bender i think would have been good but anyway regardless so in the time that we've had two james bonds so daniel craig and pierce brosnan um so that's two James Bonds and even that feels overkill for like the last twenty years. Patterson's gonna be the seventh iteration of Batman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you've obviously had so Keaton in ninety two, and then you've got Kilmer, Clooney, Bale, Affleck, Patterson, Will Arnett in Lego. Batman. Yeah, but that,
0: they're brilliant. They're brilliant. Yeah, but 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 that
2: times. but that is quite a, but it's quite an iconic turn as Batman because he got rave reviews for it, and it's like, what is going to be different here? What is hmm. going to be
0: different? Um, I don't know, man. I mean, it's it's interesting you say that because we we did Spider Man No Way Home recently and we talked about the the different characters that have played Spider Man. There's only been three of them, um, <laughs> so and that's over the course of like twenty five years. So the fact that there's seven i didn't even think about it like that i mean what what can i do differently i mean i think the batman franchise to me batman is still up there as the most interesting superhero that there is out there to to tell stories about um for me it's probably my favorite superhero probably and 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 i am interested to see different takes on the character Every time there's a different Batman, I see positives in all of their performances apart from val Kilmer's so and George Clooney's <laughs> no, that was yeah Val Kilmer's well.
2: way better than Clooney, fucking hell
0: yeah Clooney, yeah, they're both terrible. I was just thinking about it they're both awful, but like i like I like some of the things that Affleck did. I like the super buff Batman look from like the comics, like from the d c sort of comics he's fucking ripped at times um. And he really brought a physicality to the role that I hadn't seen before. Didn't like the fact that he killed people, because that's wrong. Um, He doesn't do that. So (laughs) um, I'm excited to see what Pattinson does. I I am genuinely excited to see what Pattinson does. And I'm liking the mopey thing. I'm liking it. So we'll review it. We're going to review it on Fan Critical for sure. So stay tuned for that one. That's a definite film review. Uh, Where I guess we're going to give it five bloobs. That's just a a guess. Len's already decided,
1: Uh, mate. You know nothing's changing his mind. <laughs> classic hype
0: man <laughs> nothing will change my mind i am a hype man okay enough hype let's move on to overrated underrated hey have you seen ghostbusters 2 do you think it's underrated hey have you seen uh, ghostbusters 2 do you think it's overrated that's the segment here for you now it's underrated overrated yeah this week uh, lovely jingle there once again um, some people still don't know whether Ghostbusters 2 is overrated or underrated. It is the ultimate example uh, illustrating our point. Gary, <laughs> it's your turn this week. What have you? What have you got for us?
1: Yeah, thanks, mate. I mean, you sprung this upon me, and it was your turn. So yeah, um, that's pretty bad. That. Pretty overrated. So, Len, uh, <laughs> overrated, Len. Um,
2: <laughs> Definitely. <laughs>
1: So I, Agreed. I have What's scrambled underrated? a little bit and I've 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 found two things, but they they do not relate to each other at all. I I quite like to do a little, you know, sort of theme between them. But instead, two random things for you. Um I'll start with The Underrated, which is a movie yeah. that um Lucy Recommended actually last year, I think it was when we're doing lockdown recommendations. Um, yeah, she doesn't know what she's talking about, so here we go. Well, (laughs) she did in this case, she recommended the movie Enemy.
0: Did you see it? Enemy, yeah, Enemy. Who's
1: in that one? Oh, mate, this is uh, it's the the, the Denny Villeneuve movie. Um, no way, I haven't seen a Denny film, that's crazy, that's blowing my mind. Starring Jake Gyllenhaal.
0: Ah, this uh, does yeah, ring a bell. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, I haven't seen and it. And it's fucking weird. It's really weird. And it has, uh, it's not a spoiler to say it's got a bizarre ending, but it's got a bizarre ending. Um, and <laughs> it's just a, it's a cool, like it's, it's just so strange. Uh, I'll give you, what can I tell you about it that's not too bad? It's about Jake Gyllenhaal discovering that he's got a doppelganger. That's probably uh, yeah. all I'll yeah, say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and that's enough to to get to get it. It's um I'm I mean I'm guessing it was like I i hadn't heard of it until Lucy recommended it and she was like, Oh, nobody's watched this film and it's brilliant. Um so I'm guessing it was like, you know, small budget uh kind of under the radar sort of thing, but obviously there's some some talent behind it as well. And yeah, like I said, Because it's probably before Villeneuve became big, it was allowed to be kind of quite quirky and experimental. And Jake Gyllenhaal kind of likes that stuff, doesn't he? Even though he's obviously a big, big actor, he's always dabbled in the unusual. Donnie Darko, Nightcrawler, etc. Yeah, Nightcrawler's good. (laughs) 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 Trash. Um, Underrated. (laughs) (laughs) And um. Uh and he he's great in this because he's playing two very different characters. Source code. Source code. Source code yeah, good one that. Oh, that's yeah. underrated. Yeah. Save that one. And that is underrated. <laughs> Save that for a few. Very good ones. film. Actually. Cut that out. We'll um, Should we just do underrated underrated Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> series today? <laughs> um but uh but yeah, highly recommend it. It's um it's unusual, it's a bit creepy and kind of a bit disturbing and Weird. It's just weird. There are some proper weird vibes from it. So watch it if you like watching weird stuff.
0: All right. What about your overrated?
1: My overrated sort of breaks my heart because it's by somebody that I do love. Um, The Office, the UK Office, is quite possibly my favourite TV show of all time, and I think it's I think it's the best comedy ever. And I love Ricky Gervais, and I love so much of what Ricky Gervais has done since then as well as podcasts a legend and, um extras is incredible i just don't like afterlife i really don't like it um and i'm not even talking about season three which i believe has has sort of split audiences a bit like there are more people saying eh, to season three than there were previously i'm talking about the whole yeah. thing i haven't seen season three um i did watch the first two series and i call i i refer to shows like this as emotionally manipulative and that is that they they do things because they want to make the audience cry not necessarily because it is a natural story beat or part of the narrative yeah. it's they they're just deliberately trying to be as emotional as possible and it and it annoys me and um you know the character like <sighs> fucking bellend honestly like s- don't be that much of a dickhead like I, nah, it's not for me
0: yeah i think i love ricky and i love his stand-up i love um his general sort of stance on a lot of things like animal rights and stuff like that I, i'm fully with the guy like on everything that he's done um but afterlife for me after watching season three i thought season one was okay. Um, I was amazed it was such a global hit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's weird how... And, and do you know what I do like about it? It does paint this lovely image of England. Very this idyllic, spooky, isn't little it? Village, idyllic. Yeah, it's quite sweet. Um, But, like, genuinely, you're right, it's just manipulative. The, the main character, he, he is an asshole. And I've heard Ricky talk about in interviews about how um, it, the show goes from, like, really depressing to then trying to make people laugh in the same scene. And it's very jarring. Yeah. Um, Especially some of the humor when it's so over the top swearing for the sake of it. And it really winds me up. Um, And and he, he argued for that. Like life is like that, but it's not like it it, it isn't. If you're sad and depressed, you don't go around. I don't know. You just, these sharp turns that happen just don't happen that consistently all the time. There's certain characters in it that just are in it to swear and be disgusting for the sake of it. And he had that a bit in Derek. Um, and it kind of worked. Uh, yeah, Derek's maybe. not good either, actually. But uh, here it just feels so out of place. Like like his therapist in the previous season, who just swore all the time. I was just like, this this might be the worst ever written character I've it, seen. It was that bad. It, he makes it was, no, it was sense. There, there no, no sense. There is abysmal. There is no
1: context in which that character makes sense like un- unless it was a bizarre like off the wall like alternate reality like oh spacey it's, show which it isn't it's that character it isn't uh, uh, no it is it, it, like, ricky's got so many good ideas
0: um and i think he articulates them so well in his stand-up and his general twitter presence and everything that he's done previously uh, there are you know derek's got a few it's okay it's, 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 it, 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 it's also quite manipulative emotionally, but it, overall, I think it works. Whereas this, it, for me, is just too... It's, it's just weird. It's just weird. It's not right. Something about it is not right. Um, and, and it is definitely overrated. I mean, if I were to score it, I'd give it two bloobs. And that is my honest opinion. I agree with that. Yeah. <clears throat> well, here's the
2: thing. Now, is it overrated? Uh, probably, but... I- I guess I, I say that based on the fact that it's become a huge hit on Netflix worldwide. like it's massive. Um, it highlights an issue with Gervais's writing in that he's always maintained that he's a, a two series writer, um, yeah, and then go out with a special. And I think Afterlife is the th- is the first time he's done three seasons of anything. And yeah, yeah. it's so S- series three is a fucking mess. Like I I didn't mind season one. Yes, there are some erratic characters. I think that the more that Gervais has has written, and particularly when it's without Merchant, I think some of the characters do become a little bit like fantastical. Um yeah. Gerv- I, I think Gervais is always is always better when it's when he is the uh, he's the erratic character in a world where everyone is is relatively normal having said that yeah. the office film was abysmal. Terrible, terrible. Um uh I I quite liked season 1 and 2 of of Afterlife. It is manipulative but I, I i quite like the fact that his character can be so up and down in terms of his mood because that's mental health like some people uh they might come across as as cunts um and his character does a lot which makes it quite difficult to have any investment in him um yeah uh, i mean that's the point i guess yeah Um, But also it's kind of like it doesn't just life isn't as simple as you meet someone that uh, it like in the show. It's not that he just gets together with someone else and then he's happy now. I I genuinely think uh, he should have he should have killed himself at the the end of of series two. And most people are like, oh, that's awful. That's terrible. But I think that would be saying something more.
1: Like, I mean, it doesn't it how many doesn't characters always... have you killed off in this podcast? you want to do it in... <laughs> oh, no, I know, but Batman. okay. Do it no, But Fett, I'm just saying Batman. do something different with that,
2: you know. Um yeah. That would be doing something different. And look, without getting too depressing here, I, I was fucking gutted when Robin Williams killed himself. And everyone looks at him as like, you know, this super hilarious guy that's always fun and zany... And it's up, oh, yeah, but you don't always see behind the curtain. And that's kind of like with Afterlife. Okay, most people just think he's miserable and they think he's going to kill himself. And then the end of season two, it's kind of going in a way where it's, oh, actually, no, it's, it's going to work out. So that, that's why I thought he should have killed himself because it doesn't always work out. And that is life. Yeah,
0: that would, that would have been a more powerful ending, you're right. Um, but I just don't But obviously, know, you'd I mean, then get because...
2: less of Ratty and the nonce. Um, Having said that, and they are awful characters, (laughs) and they they clearly they're just having a go at toxic masculinity, Um, which annoys me because I can't bloody help it. Do you know what I mean? Um, (laughs) But what I would say is the outtakes for Afterlife are hilarious, and, oh, my word, just any outtakes with Ricky Gervais filming anything are brilliant because you're looking at someone that is genuinely loving what he does. Um and making everyone else's life a, a misery. But if, if there was any recommendation here, the afterlife outtakes for series one and two are the best outtakes of anything. Uh, See,
1: I will Derry watch that. I, I think I, will watch I can that. imagine that being great. But um, yeah, I'll watch that, but not outtakes. the series.
0: I love them. Um. Well, that's good. Thanks for that. Gaz, thanks to your underrated, overrated. Uh, I can, I'm can. i going to watch this enemy film and uh if you haven't seen afterlife season three watch it and let us know what you think let us know if you think he's gone one season too far um, <laughs> and that brings us to the close of 60 minutes to midnight it is now probably 20 minutes past midnight we're all very tired uh i am at my sleep deprived end so i'm going to end the podcast here um thank you to my other two illustrious minutemen uh, for joining me on this world late night ride thank you to gareth and thank you to john um thanks for what you've brought to the table today and next time we all meet up for the next 60 minutes we will have seen the batman so i'm sure we can dissect that but there will be a full review of that out too uh please stay tuned for any content like we have said before go to patreon.com forward slash fan to donate some money to us if you can any uh financial help that this podcast gets is incredible allows us to uh do all the technical costs get new equipment uh come up with new show ideas and hopefully in the future some <laughs> little short fan critical productions so please do consider going to patreon.com forward slash fan uh, and giving us some money you do get some bonus content for that money as well thank you very much guys uh, i'm gonna hit the hay i suggest you all do too good night and see you next time